Hi, I'm Tandy. And I'm Erin. And welcome to Camden Cast for our fifth episode. Ooh, all right. Um, in this episode of Camden Cast, we will be covering season one, episode five of Seventh Heaven. Heaven. Title of the episode is The Color of God. So before we begin, uh, just a little disclaimer. Um, this is first of many episodes that deal with uh, race issues, so... Because it, we're because, gonna be talking about that. Um, and just to clarify, I guess, um, Aaron. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'm white. <laughs> I am not. Um, I am a woman of color. I am Indian. Um, so yeah, just. I guess yeah. We didn't. We were gonna. So when when I called Jimmy Moon the whitest white boy, I, I was. <laughs> we should have probably discussed. We should have disclosed it then. Um, uh, but it was glossed over. But yeah. So uh, this also helps just to let you know the background of where we're coming from watching the show because um, I don't know anything about Christianity or um, the inner workings. White people. <laughs> or the inner workings of white people, just generally. Uh, you all confuse me very much. Um, but uh, Aaron has some history <laughs> with the church, whereas I do not. So yeah, yeah, I went to a church. Uh, okay, so the first thing we wanted to do uh, on this episode, taking a little, uh, <laughs> looks like a little bit of a uh, thing we haven't done before, but the Amazon Prime, the description of it was was too good. Um, Remember, you can watch with us on Amazon Prime Video. We haven't yeah, mentioned this for a few episodes, but yeah, trying to get that sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> Please, somebody sponsor us. <laughs> Amazon Prime would be a great one. But uh, all right, so the description, season one, episode five, the color of God. When a church in a black neighborhood is burned to the ground, the Camdens feel the fires of racism licking at their door. Um, fires of racism. Like, like that, that imagery I just... <laughs> also, that is the only the one and only time racism is mentioned in the episode at all. Like, the well, it's word not mentioned ra- in the no, episode. at all. That's what I'm saying. It's only said in the description. Otherwise, the word racism is not used in the episode whatsoever yeah so um all right that's uh yeah let's get into it i guess yeah um oh when we thought it was gonna be a normal episode well i didn't i know i knew it wasn't gonna be a normal episode but it opens with the family eating breakfast well first of all can we say it's not the family eating breakfast it's annie feeding the rev oh the first note i had was pancakes are burnt as shit (laughs) the first note i have is ew she's feeding him (laughs) yeah i wrote parents feeding each other in front of matt and mary matt and mary were like standing right there and they were like feeding each other and almost immediately lucy's the worst worst. wait lucy (laughs) in this episode oh my god please lucy is lucy is amazing we'll get there we'll get get, there but she's uncontrollable Yelling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, guys. But uh, I'm sorry to your ears. No. So the first thing is, as Lucy comes in from like walking the dog, and and she, they, there weren't any pancakes left, and Annie's like, "I'll make you more. It'll take me like two seconds because presumably the batter is already prepared." And she just goes, "She's like, I don't even want like." I don't even want them anymore. And she's like, I always get left out, so... Wait, okay, we did this again, back to back. We forgot our first impressions and second impressions. Oh, fuck, yeah. I keep forgetting where that's... A, okay, so first... Uh, your first... <laughs> I know, you have a lot of... All right, your first impression, first time you've seen uh, this this episode. Um, I didn't think I would be able to record this podcast, honestly, when we were done watching this episode. Yes. That, there were a lot of times... We like, thought the show was going to be over. We were going <laughs> to podcast over. Because I didn't think I could, like, sit here and talk about this episode. I, I mean, I feel I feel like I'm, like, hyping it up to be way worse than it actually is. It's, like, 
waiting. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's re- it's pretty bad, but like coming back to it like after a few hours now because it's been like quite many a few hours. many hours since we've watched the episode. Um, I've calmed down a bit, but I was horrified throughout the entirety of the episode. It it felt like. Any moment where I was like, oh, that's the worst. That's the worst it's going to get. It just kept on getting worse. <laughs> Lucy kept making appearances and, and ruining it. So, all right. Again, I, I've i already seen this. I wasn't too... Uh, well, how do you feel the first time compared to watching it now? Um, I think the first time I was just... Well, I was like, oh, this is so progressive. <laughs> Of Seventh Heaven. They could drop this in in 2016 and it's still relevant. Haha. <laughs> and they're Absolutely. like, and they're in 1996, they're like surprised that like people are racist. So I really didn't have any, I was more like excited because I knew you were going to have so many reactions to this that uh, my, my second impression was mostly just like trying to get everything like internalized. Like, what am I going to talk about? And I forgot how. Uh, awful, like Lucy was in this particular episode. And there were some things that I probably didn't even notice the first time, like the thing with the cop or the fake cop. So we'll get to that. But like, they're they're probably I probably noticed more this time. Um, what right? So we the the next thing that happens before is this is still well, well, before the cold yeah. open, or this is still before the credits, right? Yeah, the cold open comes after. So so they're all eating breakfast, and then the last. So Simon and Ruthie are watching TV. Um, and I think the best, uh, Ruthie had a great line. She goes, I don't want to see the news. It's not good. And I don't know. That's how I feel pretty much a lot of the time. Especially these, like these days. days. Right. No, I, I, I totally get where she's coming from. Although, uh, from a five-year-old, it's probably not a great. So yeah. And then, um, Simon's like channel flipping and he sees on TV, the whole family finds out, uh, that the church is burnt down because it's on. Uh, on the new- it's on the news, yeah, and Simon calls them all in together, and they're horrified. And then uh, the the credits, the, the opening credits roll. Um, so just with the opening credits, uh, this is our first appearance of somebody um, on Seventh Heaven who like ends up being a bigger star. Uh, Gabrielle Union. Oh guest, yeah, guest stars yeah, on yeah, this yeah. Gabrielle Union. Um, I don't know what you. Well, we can get to that when we talk about. Well, well, yeah. So Gabrielle Union was on it. All I. The only thing I know her from is like Bring It On. I'm sure there's other things she was in that I have seen, but I don't. I didn't recognize like. Well, she was. Uh, she plays the rev- uh, uh, one of the reverend, one of the other reverend's daughters. Uh, this is Reverend Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, the Hamilton. So she's Keisha. She's Keisha Hamilton. She plays um, from the. So just like I guess we should give an overview of the Hamilton, the Hamilton family. Yeah. So the because Ham- there's also the other girl, the youngest girl. Who? All right, all right. So there's there's the father and the mother and the five. The father's Morgan and the mother's Patricia. And then we have the eldest son, who's John. Um, then we have Keisha, Keisha, who's played by Gabrielle Union. Uh, the son Nigel is like Simon's age, and then they have a, their youngest daughter. Um, I don't. I think it's Lynn. Is her name? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't get her name. But Lynn sounds right because the guy at the end. Um, and she's played by Camille Winbush, who went on to star in The Secret Life of the American Teenager as Amy's friend Lauren. So she went on to uh, yeah, it is Lynn Hamilton. Continue to be employed by uh, Brenda Hampton. Um, um, oh, we mentioned that Nigel is about Simon's age. Uh, Lynn is about Ruthie's age. 
Um, and Keisha's like, but like between Mar- Mary and Lucy, somewhere like maybe between them. They're they're close in age anyway. And so. we're cement- we're left to think that John, John is Matt's age. It's about Matt's age. Well, John becomes a recur- like I know that John is like Matt's age because he becomes a recurring character, and they like end up going to college together. So, um, so the first thing I have written down after uh, the opening credits, I actually don't remember who said this because it could have been. Um, a number of characters. Is it bad guys have been burning black churches for a hundred years? For, yeah. It's Nigel. Um, because there he Simon asks him, like, oh, how do you feel about like oh, the, the, are you afraid or something? And he's like, Oh, they're just trying to scare us or something. Bad bad guys um have been burning but yeah, so that's Nigel who says that. It's actually there's every every a Camden child goes up to every Hamilton child at some point in the episode and asks them, Why do you think they burned down why do you think they burned down the church? Um, and every child has, like, a different answer, and this was Nigel's answer. Okay, yeah, so, like, a brief overview. We kind of glossed over, like, how everybody got to be where they are. Um, so after the church, the, the Hamilton's church burns down, um, the Rev invites uh, th- their congregation to come to the Glen Oak Community Church, and then, like, the Reverend Hamilton does the sermon, and then they decide that it's not... Uh, safe for the Hamiltons to be they also live in like church housing and they, they're calling it the parish house and they say it's kind of next door to where the church was so they decide like the whole the Hamiltons should move out of their house for a little bit at least like so to well, be safe what happened was the he arsonist said, that uh, burnt down Trinity Church which is the name uh, yeah. of the Hamiltons uh, church had left a note saying that they'd be back. So um, the presumption is that the arsonist might be back to burn down the parish house where the Hamiltons live. So um, after a conversation between... Oh, and we should also say that um, Eric Camden and um, Oh, and Morgan, Reverend Morgan Hamilton, Hamilton went to... to the seminary together. So they're like really close friends. Buds. That's what we're supposed to um Yeah, they've here. been like friends forever. So uh, Eric... The Rev offers up his house <laughs> for um, the Hamilton family to come in. Uh, the way that it works is that the Rev and Morgan Hamilton will be going back to the parish house, and everybody to else stand guard. Yes, the men. Uh, because it's there. Um, Morgan Hamilton actually has a pretty good line. I don't have it written down word for word, but it was something like, uh, "You know, they burned down their church. I'm not going to let them take away my house." Or yeah. Um, okay, so that's the plot set up, and that's how we get to. Um, after church, uh, I don't know where you want to start with, like, the, there's a few scenes after the church, so. Um, well, what we have is uh, John, Keisha, Matt, Lucy, and Mary all sitting very awkwardly, and I think this, we're back in the love den, but there's not a lot of love in it's, this love den. Also, it, I just, another, like, side note, if, if Morgan and, and the Rev have, like, been, like, buds forever, it seems like they've... These kids have never met before. And, yeah, and they're it's kids, very... Other than, like, well, N- Nigel and Simon, I guess. And, and then, like, Ruthie and, and Lynn, Lynn are, like, qu- are, quote, close. But that, you can almost, like... Because they're, like, little kids. Right, they're you can just going to play with anyone. Yeah. They're, they're not going to... Everyone else seems totally unfamiliar. But there's a lot other. of tension between the older siblings, uh, the older Camden siblings and the older Hamilton siblings. Um, we have Mary and Matt trying to, like... Get uh, trying to have some sort of conversation with both John and Keisha, and them getting like denied. Lucy being the worst uh, because Lucy- she just keeps apologizing for the fact that the church burned down. Um, um, and, and Keisha's like, "Oh, you've said that three times already. Like, let's cut it out." Um, so what we have is the Hamiltons are being standoffish. 
as a like a react in my opinion as a reaction to you know their church being burned down and the- I don't know I read it as John just being an asshole though because he, he continues throughout that like Keisha like warms up to the idea of like not I don't know like maybe giving the Camdens a chance and he just the whole entire time just seems like he's like just settled on I don't know being angry um, I, yeah, I mean, I can I can understand that, but I also just see it as, like, this is the reaction he has because of, like, his history with dealing with people and that he's been treated a certain way, so he just expects to be treated that way um, in the future. But I think, like, part of the plot, like, part of the arc about all the characters is they kind of, everybody kind of comes to an understanding near the end, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but what we're trying to say is the setup is that uh, there is a lot of tension amongst the Camden siblings, the older Camden siblings, and the older Hamilton siblings. All right, um, I just wanted to like point out, which I appreciated a lot, is that the show uh, like actually acknowledges the fact that Annie lost her mom in the last episode. We have, um, I think it actually happens more than once, but we have the first time is uh, Pat- Patricia and Annie are having like this bonding moment, and Pat- Patricia's like, "You don't need to be like doing all of this. You just lost your mother." Yeah, Which so I, the show acknowledging, like, what it, what it has set up. <laughs> oh, that's... A, I mean, without... I don't think this is really going to be, like, a spoiler, but I think that's a, throughout the first season, the kind of, like... Well, actually, throughout the series, it becomes, like, she has, like, a really hard time dealing with the loss of her mother. So um, this is, like, the... It's good that they're kind of, like, I guess, reminding us. I don't know. And then the next scene we get, uh, it's... Matt is in the car, and he's... All, he's driving all the kids, all of the Camdens and the Hamiltons uh, to school, and this was the first time. That <laughs> I feel like there's just a succession of like moments where I'm, I was just like, "Oh my god! Oh this my was, god! I think oh this my was god! The first oh my god!" One. But this was definitely the first one. So, um, just like a quick overview. So between the scene and another one, and and well, between the scene and and when the tension was existing between the older kids. Um, Keisha and Lucy kind of, like, get closer because it seems like Keisha's main irritation with Lucy is that she's kind of, like, a pushover and she's constantly, constantly apologizing, apologizing for, things. for things that aren't her fault or, or just, you know, kind of, like, not not meaning to be annoying, but uh, just, like, being overly apologetic. I mean, so, I have to hand it to Keisha for having so much patience with Lucy because yeah. we do not. So she tells her to basically get a backbone. So what we get is all the kids are coming down for school. And Lucy comes down with her hair braided, like full braids. Come on, reactions. I, 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 like I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm standing here, kind of speechless, because I like the image just popped back into my head. It, my reaction was exactly what the rest of every, the rest of the Camden siblings' reactions were, which is stunned silence. And then Keisha's like, "Oh wait, who says the the?" the Do you like it? Yeah, but then so, um, is it Lucy or Keisha that's like? This is an African hairstyle that dates back to 3500 BC, and like, I don't, yeah, Lucy like twirls around. Um, she's very proud of herself. She's so proud, and it just makes. We talked about her hair in the last episode, and she's got some pretty bad bangs, and it just makes them look even worse than they already did, which I didn't think was possible. Um, and then and this continue this like. And then wait, so like I guess at this point, like Lucy is supposed to be like woke. Yeah, yeah. It, like it, it seems to have happened overnight that like uh, Keisha's taken like Lucy under her wing, but what Lucy turns around and does is turn. She basically white savior Barbies this, and then she like gets in the car and she's uh, preaching about 
uh, like telling everyone about Rosa Parks, like she like discovered Rosa Parks and this is like her. She knows so much now because overnight she, she like someone else like Keisha told her and now she secondhand is like relaying this information to the Camdens like it's brand new. Uh, and then well, she says she's, she explains who Rosa Parks is. And then I think it's Gab- like um, Keisha says, like, that's why we don't sit in the back seat, well, which kind of makes it. Uh, th- I thought that was a weird line, too. Yeah, no, I thought that entire thing about none of the Hamiltons ever sitting in the front, like ever sitting in the back seat. What, like, what? Well, like, obviously, when they're in their car, their family car, someone has to sit in the back seat. There's but like the one thing that that like really stuck out to me about um, Lucy in that specific scene is that. Simon asks her, like, who asked her to move, sit in, like, who thinks she's supposed to be sitting in the back seat? And Lucy just goes, the, the man. man. <laughs> the man who asked her to move, I think, was the full line. But, like, but, and then, well, the, so, so Lucy says, like, oh, the man. And then I have the quote written down here. Uh, Keisha goes, the point is, we don't ride in the back seat. <laughs> I just, but, like. So it's Matt and all of the Hamiltons in the front seat, like. I don't think there was enough room for everyone. Well, it was it was Nigel Matt. was like on someone's lap. Well, Nigel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think she, he was on like Keisha's lap. But it just, I, it, it just like it was just woke, one of those moments. We just had like she woke like Lucy woke up and all the and and Lucy woke up and she was woke. She like was, that's what happened. Like like and it's and like then, no, that's like she's trying to do like I woke up like this, but no, she did not wake up like this. Like she was taught all of these things and now she's like pretending she's the one like relaying all this knowledge down. It's like no, that's not Honestly, at all what this, happened. This episode is worth the watch just to see Beverly Mitchell's hair braided. <laughs> I mean, but okay, but like you so I said this is just a succession of oh my god moments. That was the first one yeah. and the second one. But then the third one comes yeah. very wait, shortly wait, wait, thereafter. Wait, wait, wait. So so the, well, concurrently like, oh, while, the, we, while the kids are at We should take a break from all the oh my god moments. Yeah, this yeah. is cuz another recurring thing that I had no idea happened happens again five episodes now straight. Um, Lucy, I'm um, sorry, uh, Ruthie and Lynn don't go to school because they're so young. And, um, Ruthie walks in, Ruthie and Lynn walk into, uh, the Rev and Annie's bedroom and Ruthie goes, what, what did she say? <laughs> what, what are we doing? doing? Again. So here we go. Five episodes straight. She, uh, I would like to see if she continues this throughout the entire first season. Um, the, there's a oh. bit where, like, the girls get really excited because Annie's big plan is for them to mop the floor, uh, in the kitchen, and, um, just a reminder here that the Rev is not sleeping at the Camden household, he's staying with, um, Morgan Hamilton at the Hamilton household for the week, so there's, like, this weird, completely unnecessary, like, sexual innuendo scene where, um, it, like, the rep goes, oh, how can you make um, mopping floors so exciting? And she goes, I can make anything exciting. And he goes, I hope you have some ideas for my homecoming. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that scene because there was the other one later on that we'll talk about with Patricia and Annie. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but but now we've got the next oh, my God moment, which came once they start. Once they started in this episode, they just they don't stop. They don't stop until really the end. Um, so, so Nigel Simon, and yeah. Yeah, Simon are playing in uh, the playground. And the first thing I had written down on, about this scene is that um, so like some like asshole, uh, they're, they're playing with like figurines and and. This guy tells, like, Nigel that his guy is dead. And then Simon leans over and he's like, I have the anti-dead vaccine. So I wrote down anti-dead vaccine. Um, 
And then this this kid who like killed Nigel's action figure is like, oh, he can't play anymore. And Simon is like, well, yeah, everyone can play. And if you're not going to let him play, give me my action figures back. So as he's collecting the action figures, I think like the this like asshole guy, like this asshole child, yeah, like says like, here, take it, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> He, expletive uh, uh, N word he uses he, the he N word the N-word. and it's not bleeped out and this it, was on the WB it was on I the WB 19... in 1996 he uses the N word it's N word lover yeah it's like he doesn't even there's no like I have to like this kid this kid was a child this was a child this is a 10 year old boy playing with 10 year old boys and credit to Simon here I guess in that he like he starts he, he was like you can't say that and they exchange some words and then Nigel is like don't hit him, Simon. Like, you can't fight, like, ignorance, ignorance with, with violence. violence. But then Simon just goes for it, and it looks like he got nails gets his kid a, in the crotch. <laughs> well, yeah, he gets, like, some sort of, like, dick punch in, yeah. or, like, or, like it, or maybe, like, a very, like, hard punch to the stomach. But um, And this is when I wrote, um, well, no, I had written this a few times throughout my notes, but I just have, like, like every few lines, I just have written, White Savior Camdens. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it just happens over and over again. Um, but I it just, was a solid dick punch. It was a solid... Well, I'm, I just want to go... I'm going I'm to skip over what happens next just for a second. We'll get back to that. Oh, I wait. Also, the, I have, wait, I also thought it was funny. On the playground, after the kid says, like, N-word lover, and then Simon and him are exchanging words, it cuts to this one kid who had nothing to do with any of this. He wasn't even playing with them, and he just goes, I don't want to have any part of this. And I feel like that's how I felt... <laughs> As watching the scene, I could totally agree with the kid who was just standing by and like, I don't want to have any anything to do with this. So there's a scene that comes out. There's another scene that comes out after this, but I'm just gonna f- continue on this like Simon storyline for a second here. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh so, yeah. yeah. I, so what we have next is um, Simon gets suspended for punching this asshole child um, in whatever body part, and um, we have the parents discussing. The fact that he's been suspended like and he's behavior. Secretly proud of him. Well, the like the Camden, like uh, Eric, the Rev is proud of him, and Annie is also begrudgingly proud of him. Um, but there's no talk. Well, there's two things that like I I wrote down here. The first is, does the other kid get suspended for using that word? Because he should be. Also, uh, but how are they allowed to put this on the WB? Yeah. I know it was like 1996, but it was 1996. I like. You know, the way that the, the, the families are so surprised that, like, there are racist people in 1996, you would think that this wouldn't be allowed on TV. As, like, not that it matters whose mouth it comes out of, but out of a child's mouth, like, it, may, it feels like it's even worse. Um, and the other thing is, like, we don't know what happens to this child who says this word, but we also don't have, the like, the Camden parents are uh, want to talk to Simon about not using any violence, but there's nothing about... The fact that, like, why he punched this kid in the first place. Like, they're proud of him, but they don't, like, get into any detail about why they're proud of him or, like, how it's, why it's wrong for somebody to say the N-word. Like, none of this, it's completely glossed over. Hold on, I found a live look-in of the uh, kid who, who used the word, and uh, he's filling out his absentee ballot for Donald Trump right now, and he's sending <laughs> I know what I know, I know what happened to him. I found it. I've got the information. Um... Yeah, that was, like, one of many things which I thought, what? <laughs> Basically. Um, which brings us back to... What's Lucy's ha- the worst. <laughs> this, 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 is ba- this is where... For- I, this is the scene I forgot about. That and honestly, this, the and first- this is a scene where we had a pause after it happened because we both needed a second to breathe. I think I, like, 
fell off the couch or something. Yeah. Like, so so they're sitting. So Matt had to pick up all the kids, and they're waiting at Simon's Middle School for him to come outside, and he's not there because he got suspended. But none of the kids know this because it's 1996. No one has cell phones. No one texted them. So you got to slow down. I don't think anybody okay. understood what you just said. It was it was all things that doesn't matter. So um, I just. So they're sitting there uh, waiting out. All of the Hamiltons and all of the Camdens are waiting for Simon to get out of school. And then they send Marion to look. And they're kind of like parked in like a fire lane or something. And this like rent-a-cop middle school security guard comes up and starts harassing them. Um, he calls the... He call Well, he the first... He addresses... Delinquents or... Yeah. You know, he calls them vandals. Oh, yeah. And he like... You know, it's clearly racial profiling. Yeah, but he's like a security. He's like the worst. I think the worst part was it wasn't even a real, real cop. cop. No, I was like, and like come Matt on. made that point. He's like, uh, you can tell me to leave if you, once you get a real cop or like they. Oh, he asked for his license and registration. Yeah, and Matt's like, you're not, not a cop, real, so, so I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah. and they're like trying to explain that we're waiting for they're waiting for Simon, and he's not having any of it. He's like, I won't let these I won't let these vandals here. Yeah, and, um, and Mary comes out without Simon, and she says like, oh, well, she says what's going on, and Lucy goes. The usual. As if Lucy... Has been profiled before. <laughs> yes. Or has been, not even has been profiled before, but has been dealing with this for, <laughs> for all, her of her li- all of her life. And can I please just repeat that she had maybe one conversation with Keisha's character the night before, which is completely off screen, and all of a sudden she feels this in right, her... Maybe like, her day in braids was hard for her, and she... <laughs> and I just... I was... It was... What... Another, like, white savior thing. Here we go. White savior Camdens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, that's Lucy goes the usual. Um, and then it's, like, fine, they leave because they're, like, Simon isn't even here. So so that's almost um, I think mostly the everything. end of the, the outrageous. Oh, I do have, uh, all right, th- then later on when, when the girls are getting along and, and um, Lucy's reading an Ebony magazine. Um, yeah, she's tr- she's moved from sassy on to Ebony. Oh, yeah. So, um, and the, the one note I had written there, just to ri- remind me of that, I just wrote, Lucy is appropriating everything. Well, she continues to, it's not, I mean, it's not exactly appropriating because she's being invited to do all these things with um, Keisha. Keisha's character. Um, but... Mary, Mary's like trying to study, and Keisha and Lucy oh, yeah, are dancing, dancing to hip hop music, and um, it's. I mean that scene in itself. I feel like you should probably vine like oh, you yeah. should vine Lucy. That'll be on the to vine. Dance. That'll be on the vine. Lucy dancing, and you'll get to see her killer braids. Um, so then we kind of mentioned this before. Another like you know, uh, awkward. Wait, what was it? We were like, sexy parents. parents. (laughs) Yeah. Sexy parents. So, um, well, this is just, so Patricia and Annie are like getting ready for another, another dinner. And, uh, the, the Hamiltons have both, uh, Morgan has said to the Rev and Patricia has said to Annie that the Hamiltons, like as a couple, they don't really talk a lot. They kind of know what each other's thinking. Whereas the Camden uh, couple, you know, the Rev and Annie, talk about everything they're feeling. So during the course of this, Annie has been trying to get Patricia to talk about the way she feels, and more. Um, and the Rev has been trying to get Morgan to talk about his feelings. And uh, Patricia is is with Annie, and she says something to oh. You know, the Rev probably already got Morgan to talk. He has a way of cornering people. And then she was like, we'll be out of your hair soon. I know know, you miss being cornered. I know how much you miss being cornered. So she takes 
the corn, like, you know, they were talking about cornering people just to get them to, like, open up and, and talk. And then she turns it into a euphemism very quickly because this show can't go very long without destroying, like, normal, like, words, phrases. <laughs> I want to also take a second here. We mentioned in last week's, or Aaron mentioned in last week's episode, how it's kind of like the beginning of the storyline of the Rev, um, like, being a minister's wife is quite hard on Annie. Oh, yeah, and that is, uh, at a certain point, um, the but like, Patricia and Annie do kind of, like, bond over being the, the minister's wives and how, you know, they... They have to always make time for, like, all the other people in the congregation, and sometimes the family gets left behind. So there's another little kind of, uh, like, shout-out to that little plot point storyline. So sometimes it's getting better with its continuity. I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Okay, the last note I have here is Seventh Heaven Solves Racism. Well, I think, honestly... um, Oh, oh, my last note is the episode felt very long, where I know we haven't, like, really... There was a lot of stuff we kind of glazed over just... Well, I have... I mean, we... I mean, can I I talk about why I wrote down that Seventh Heaven solves racism? Oh, because it did. Racism (laughs) was over after this episode aired. So, um... We have been 20 years racism-free now. We're in a post-racial society. Yeah. Because of Seventh Heaven. Yeah. It was Um, was all Beverly Mitchell. (laughs) Thank you, Brenda Hampton. Yes. Um, what we have, well, throughout this episode, there's, I guess, I'm going to call it a motif, and that's giving that's giving it way more credit than it is. There's um, this, like, prank with salt and butter. Ah, yes, I forgot about that. And um, the first time the prank is used, Matt does it on, on Mary. And it's, it's funny. before, really, the plot gets uh, yeah, going. It's, it's before the, we know it's that in the, the cold church, open. yeah. Then we have it used again by Lucy to Simon, and this is actually the turning point for when the tension between Lucy and Keisha is gone, and Keisha kind of, like, gains some respect for Lucy. And this is, I guess, what what changed... I'm just going to explain what the prank is. They, they, oh, yeah. They take, like, a piece of butter, and then the kid who's executing the prank puts, like, the piece of butter in front of the one that they're, they're doing it to, and they say, oh, did you know if you pour salt on butter, it heats up? And then the kid who's executing the prank pours, pours a bunch of salt on the butter, puts their hand over it, and is like, oh, you got to feel it, so... Once the kid that they're doing the prank to gets their hand close enough to where the butter is, they take the hand and they just shove it in the butter, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Fun times. So, so first, like, Matt does it to Mary, Mary does it to Lucy, and then the turning point is Lucy does it to Simon. And But Keisha's there to see it, and as we, like, and that's where, you know, Keisha sees uh, Lucy in a new light, and that's when... Yeah, because, because Annie tell, had told Lucy to pick up, like, Simon's toys, and then Lucy sees Simon, and she's like, are you going to clean up? And he's... Kind of like a jerk, and he's like, "I don't have time right now. No, I'm he's entertaining. Like, I, I'm entertaining. I'm entertaining right now." Yeah. Um, so then Lucy just gets like angry and like you know makes a noise, uh, and, and Keisha's like, "Stand up for yourself." And so she chooses to stand up for herself by pulling this prank on Simon, and that works in Keisha's eyes. And all, all well, we it's worth noting now because it does come back at the end um, that Ruthie, Lynn, Keisha. Simon and Nigel are all present when Lucy does the prank to Simon. So, like, it can't be done to Ruthie because she has seen it done to Simon. So Ruthie is the next one to pull the prank, but she pulls it on John. Who has been angry all episode, but, like, she's a child, so I guess we're supposed to... Like, she can't read, I don't know, people. (laughs) Um, Children aren't developed. (laughs) But, um, so she pulls the prank on John, and this is, like... 
this is it. Now John's completely... He, he's like, can, oh, he, he's ready to laugh again, and he yeah. loves the Camdens. Yeah, he says something like, just when I was getting comfortable, because now... Oh, yeah, because, like, the family's moving. It's like, this happens at the end of the episode. We're supposed to gather at the end of the week, because it starts with them at church, and it ends with them at church. So uh, it's the end of the week, so the, the family's, like, ready to move back into their house. Um, <laughs> and oh. then they go back to... So first, the, the Rev was going to let... Um, Morgan give the sermon at the Glen Oak Church, but Morgan's like, no, I think it'll be more of a statement if we hold church outside where our church was burned down. And um, we get this weird... So the end scene is uh, everybody's going to kind of like the ashes of of Trinity Church. And I did make a note that um, the, the altar is still like intact, but it's all like burnt. And that's where... Morgan delivers the sermon from and I was like I don't think this is structurally sound this is not safe but we get this the shot of all these people coming into church and so it's like white people black people and then you have like a few Jewish people like people like they're like Hasidic Jewish people I'm pretty sure there's a rabbi in there somewhere uh, yeah there's a rabbi then there's um, <laughs> then there are these like think, Saudi princes yeah well, what they're, they're dressed as Saudi princes but I guess they're supposed to represent like uh, Muslim uh, uh, people yeah. coming to church and, and rallying around you know the Trinity and, and then, then <laughs> there's this lone man in a turban who I'm assuming is meant to represent the the Sikh religion um, so you know there's here's the, the, the creators of Seventh Heaven really going all out and trying so to get diversity on this show really trying to unite everyone and I, I, I was, my heart was warmed. Um, and then there was a man who appeared just to lift up Ruthie and Lynn so that they could Mr. see. Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts. He gets a, a name and his entire purpose is to put Ruthie and Lynn on his shoulders so that they can see uh, the, the altar. But so that's about. And there's this one. This one also ends on a freeze frame. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. But it ends on a freeze frame. Um, a couple of other weird like sexy parents moments that I just uh, have written down in the in the last note which uh, in the in the last bit of my notes one is that the Camden parents and the Hamilton parents play Twister we are oh, yes we are not shown we, this I, I really started to cringe because uh, I think you know the Rev and, and Morgan are like oh you know we've got one more night we can play Twister or something and I was like oh no I don't want to see these but, four grown-ass adults playing Twister, the other, these ministers and their wives. And the other moment we have is um, the Rev, uh, for a moment in the episode, the Rev apparently has his Saturday night off, um, and he doesn't need to write his sermon because... Uh, yeah, because he thought that John, uh, I'm sorry, Morgan was going to be giving the, the sermon. Um, but So he's like, let's go out on a date to Annie, and he's like, we'll go to dinner, we'll go to a movie, and Annie's like, no, let's go to Sears. Um to buy something or another. But anyway, the date doesn't happen, but what does happen is they end up kissing, like, later on, because, uh... uh yeah, because they, they're going to have, like, the, Hamil- um, the Hamiltons are going to have church at their own church, so I guess it's kind of presumed that, like, you think the Rev had to do his own sermon, and then they went after to... Or the Rev had, like, some work to do, or, gathering all of these... Uh, yeah, to, he had to tell these... everyone not to go to his church the next day because he wasn't going to be working. Getting all the Saudi princes, rabbis, um, <laughs> and princes. Uh, Sikh people together to go to um, Trinity Church, or the remains of Trinity mm-hmm. Church. But my point is, what ends up happening is they end up making out in front of a fridge. And I do have this quote written down. Annie goes, I feel like I'm in Sears right now. 
<laughs> Who knew Sears was, you know, the hot date spot? Maybe, you if know, you next need an to... appliance, there's nowhere better to go. Well, here... Sears. 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 <laughs> we're, looking Sears. For, we're looking for sponsorship from you, Sears, if you're interested. But, uh, you know, if you have any idea, not have any ideas for a Friday night date, just uh, head to Sears. It's really romantic, according to Annie Camden. Yeah. Well, she loves uh, fix it. Like, that's a part of her, like, character. She's, like, into handiwork and, <laughs> and fixing stuff around the house, so... All right, so I don't know how how do we recap this? Oh, well, you had some notes to recap this about how they don't hand like. Well, as I, I, mean, I said like, at the beginning, obviously racism was over after this episode, but they didn't handle it as well as they could have. Um, well, they don't. As I said, the only time racism is actually mentioned in this episode is in the Amazon Prime description. <laughs> yes. The word racism is not used at all when. Um, when they just call them bad guys. Yeah, they call them bad Nigel, guys yeah. instead of, you know, racists, which is who burned down the church. And then when they were asked why the church was burned down, it's because the Hamiltons are black and it's a black congrega- congregation. Um, but none of, like, there's not really any conversation or any discourse whatsoever about, you know, what it means to have a... All right. They were trying to be, pol- like, they didn't want to be too political, just enough, just to be like, oh, but, like, not isn't it great that this white family but, cares <laughs> about this black family? Let's just that- give let's give a chance for the. Well, the thing is, White Savior Camdens not they, not only do they open up their house for the for the Hamiltons, but they also give the Hamiltons money to oh, rebuild well, the church. Well, um, I think the Rev says that he usually whenever he talks about the deacons, they had like a building fund, mm. so he got approval from it was the church. It wasn't like the okay, but the it's Camden's still like money. It still works into that storyline. Yeah, the white like, savior, yeah. That they're coming to save the day. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm able to, like, the money thing I'm able to throw away is, like, churches do charity. And this was, like, obviously, like, I don't know, a tragedy thing. So they gave them the money. All right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was, as I said, there's no real, like, conversation about racism uh, who, like, the fact that the arson was committed because of racism by racists, um, and... And then they dropped, like, a, like, <laughs> like a hard racial slur in there but by, by a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they don't really address the and, fact that this uh, racial slur is dropped other than the fact that, uh, Simon gets a dick punch in. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, um, all right. How many, how many, Addison, how many, how many heavens are you gonna give this one? I mean, zero? Is it possible? I mean, I don't, like... That's, that's really harsh, I think. Because, I mean, I don't... not. All right. So it was 1996, and you could... T- like, I feel like they want... This was an, uh, clearly written by white people, like, for white people, I feel like. But that it's, doesn't mean they should be forgiven. I, but I feel like they, they know not what they do. <laughs> like, it's... I don't. Keep in the I'm religious. not. I'm, I don't. I mean, I don't care if this comes off as harsh. I think I'm being quite. I mean, we we gave. I gave a one for episode. You can't give a zero. That's a sub Lucy. <laughs> Fine. It's a one. It's All like right. it's a it's a you point got, five. I mean, I don't even know. It's a point five heaven. All right. Um, it's like worse than a Lucy. It's a Lucy, I guess. It's, yeah, it's a Lucy. Um, who is like the? I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, all right. Um, so there you have it, the color of God, which I did have to, I'm just going to, I was like, at first I was like, this like, what came out first, this or the color of friendship? 
Do you guys remember The Color of Friendship? It's like one of my actually one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies. I've never seen it, but I, I'm, I'm aware that it exists. I feel like I've maybe seen like the first like 20 minutes of it, maybe. But it, it came out um, in 2000, so uh, it was after this. See, they ripped off Seventh Heaven. They were trying to solve racism after Seventh Heaven solved it. Okay. Well, I mean, you have to give the color friendship was about the apartheid apartheid in South okay. Africa, which was before 1996. So it, it was. It so was. I guess. All right. Okay, you got me there. Um, <laughs> all right. So this episode uh, didn't really do. Again, car- like we still don't really know who any of these people are. I mean, other than the Rev and Annie, I think they're pretty solid. Like Bill's pretty solidly. I mean, the whole time. I, I, I guess we do kind of see good guy Matt because he is constantly trying to like befriend John and and you know doesn't isn't really getting like it. Yeah, and, like there's um, like he, you have to like hand it to Matt. Like he says, like I'm not afraid of you because you're black. I'm afraid of you because you're being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Mary is still really poorly developed. We still have like nothing. To yeah. There's she's, her, she hasn't been developed at all. I think so every we, other child has been like the only thing I got from her this episode was there's tension between her and Keisha, which is like, they're just awkward. And then she's like, Annoyed at Keisha for getting along with Lucy. I mean, I'm also annoyed at Keisha for getting along with oh, Lucy. Wait, Why do you get I, along with Lucy? There was a thing. Um, I, I did. There was one thing that Mary said about Lucy. Uh, Lucy. That oh, she's because she just really gets on my nerves sometimes. And I was like, oh, preach, Mary, preach. Oh wait, there, there was there was one more funny scene that I was just reminded of Go when ahead. when the uh, in the the first scene when they're in church uh, at the Glen Oak Church, but. The, the Trinity Church congregation is there as well, uh, and and Reverend Hamilton is giving his sermon. Um, oh. One of the Trinity Church like congregation members like yells out "Amen," and Simon like looks at her and he like kind of nods with approval and he goes, "Yeah, Amen." So, um, so again, yeah, like Mary, all we really know about her is that she like plays basketball and that she got kissed. So she's definitely. Lacking and like Ruthie's five, so what are we supposed to get? But like, of course, her character is not being developed. But I'm really surprised at this point, five episodes in, that that really all we have to go on with with Mary is that like, oh, sometimes Lucy gets on her nerves, and I was like, well, yeah, you're Every, you're Lucy a gets human. On everybody's nerves. <laughs> so yeah, and that the way the way that that like storyline is quote unquote resolved isn't they just her and Keisha end up hugging. Yeah, she's just like, oh, Lucy gets on my nerves, and Keisha's like, oh, okay. Well, you, you, like, she's your wait, sister. So, you live, you like, you share a room with her or whatever. So, um, so yeah, a little disappointed about the lacking character development of Mary, but uh, all right. So, you ready to wrap it up? That's yeah. I mean, I don't have anything. I'm uh, I'm sorry, guys. This episode like wiped me out. Really, my brain is not able to function. Yeah, um, and just a quick update, because this has been a thing I've been doing. Mary, uh, sh- okay, so at fir- the first, she's still wearing suits to church. The first one, the first outfit, because they're in church in two separate scenes in this episode. She's got like a short sleeve, like... White. White. I, I just wrote old lady church clothes. And then in the end, she's got a-, a suit on with a zipper. The jacket is like halfway zippered up, so... Whatever, that's all we know about her. She wears, like, she wears exclusively suits to church. Okay, so that's it for um, season one, episode five. The Color of God. The Color of God. 
Um, remember again, we're on Twitter at Camden Cast Show. We're on Tumblr, CamdenCast.tumblr.com, and on Facebook, CamdenCast. Uh, and on iTunes, you know, like, rate, subscribe, leave stars. Uh, I highly tell recommend. Tell your friends, share our SoundCloud, which is also CamdenCast. I highly recommend watching, even if you're not watching along with us, watch this episode in particular. <laughs> and you know what? We can't guarantee that they'll all be as eventful going forward, though. And um, send us an email. Yeah, oh yeah, we have an email address. I always forget that. Uh, Camdencast at gmail.com. If you want to share, you know, just your, like, absolute horror about Lucy in this episode. You can leave anonymous horror. Oh, yeah. uh, Our Tumblr allows you to leave um, anonymous, not only... I don't even think you need an account, right? Yeah, you can just... And um, you can ask us questions if you are afraid about revealing who you are. Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, So that's a wrap. Uh, I'm Erin. I'm Tandy. And this has been episode five of Candycast. Thank you so much. On Wednesday, or I guess you'll hear us on Wednesday. Yeah.